Hey everyone, welcome back to your weekly favorite podcast about Magnum P.I., The Robin's Nest. I am AC and I am here with my friend. Hey guys, it's me, Jay Huggins. <laughs> How are you all? It's me. Yay! <laughs> Yay! We're going to keep it under an hour. Yes! Yes, we are now officially on time limits. We apologize for our indiscretions. <laughs> That's what happens when we're sober. This is what happens when we're sober. Yes. <laughs> oh my oh goodness. My God. So I totally forgot on the last episode, I hyped it up and didn't talk about the dog. Aw. I know. Well, Did you? Yeah, go I ahead. I said enough grosses to... <laughs> <laughs> to overshadow any dog anything <laughs> yes uh yes so there was uh i neglected to mention the scene where the dog was either kicked or stepped on by a horse <laughs> and so that spoiler alert last episode um but i'm sure it was fine it seemed like a farm dog <laughs> it was a blue healer it's used to that yeah sort of they're thing. sturdy they're sturdy i've seen mad max they're they're sturdy dogs <laughs> So, all good right. Gauge, good gauge. <laughs> so, um, it's our fifteenth episode this week. It um, sure is. We're, yeah, we're we're trucking along, and guess who wrote it? Oh my God, Babs! Yeah, she did with TJ Miles. Good. I thought you were gonna just throw a fastball on me. I, <laughs> is that a term? <laughs> I, I think you mean a curveball. No- I know nothing of the sports thing. <laughs> yes. In the sport world, I think you mean a curveball because it would like throw me off center. Okay. Uh, yes. And so um, uh, aired uh, January, February, March 26, 1981. Um, sure has a few good guest characters, um, guest stars, especially Mercedes McCambridge. Um, do you want to read? I'll read my brief first. Is that is that okay? I guess so. I'm going to tell you real quick first, though, <laughs> yeah, because um, Rapture by Blondie was a number one song. <gasps> oh, nice. Just because I grew up as a Blondie lover, I'm going to tell That's you pretty that. Good. Oh, yeah, because the album just came out this past January of this 1981, right? Yeah, and I'm not going to okay. do her little Fab Five Freddy rap for you, but <laughs> I'll just, I, I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> I should have come more prepared. I know, and then I'll, um, I'll I'll do my brief, and then we'll do some news of the week, and then we'll do your brief, and then dive into it. Okay. Um, so mine is Magnum Services are once again called upon by Agatha Kimball after she has been contacted by a blackmailer claiming to have some important information about her granddaughter Amy, but a botched money drop has Magnum thinking they're in far worse trouble than she's led to believe. It, I don't think it really explains the episode that well. None of them ever do, except <laughs> yes, for when they're so, mine. Right. <laughs> okay, go kidding. ahead, go. <laughs> <laughs> mine literally is Agatha Kimball, a wealthy blind woman, is being blackmailed, and she hires Magnum to pay the blackmailer. Okay, that, that I do like, because I think her being blind is really important, and it's not like in there. And so, yes, all right. <laughs> Uh, news of the week, there wasn't really anything. Like no, I had. nothing. Oh, no, I'm a liar. I'm a total liar. Really? Because you know I didn't find March... anything. Really? Yeah. Because on March 30th, President Reagan got shot. Oh. Yes, I didn't... it was wow. totally a big week. It's a yes, big I... week. Yes, I totally forgot about that. And then there was some Carol Burnett as well. But yeah, um, it was when he got shot by Hinckley. And um, so that was this week. Um, so that was pretty crazy. Um, but yes. And then Carol Burnett sued the Inquirer and won. And so, really? um, 
Yeah, isn't it? Um, that, and that was actually on the 26th when the um, episode came out. And so, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. All right. So um, do you want to start us off in the episode or do you want me to? Um, well, I'll start us off because Magnum's okay. swimming, which is one of my favorite things that he's doing <laughs> ever. <laughs> I he does always look good while he's swimming, but it's just really funny because he's always swimming in the same direction with the same stroke. But it really is different swimming scenes. But he's just it very is different good at swimming this. scenes. But I think one of my favorite things is that like he's doing full on swimming. And then he stands on the waters like up to his knees. <laughs> okay, so I don't understand. Agreed, which is kind of how the beach works. So that is true. But yes, but okay. when you have arms and legs that long, you think you'd be kicking sand. Is that how he's doing I, so well? He's propelling himself. I don't know. <laughs> maybe he's actually pushing with his hands and making it look like he's doing strokes out of the water. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I my thought is like he should be walking by this point in the water, but it, it looks good. So it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's good. And then we go straight into uh, little Higgy Poo chiding him about his phone being disconnected and that he's not his answering service. So I think that's like a pretty solid Magnum opening. Like you got Magnum being like, hot magnum in the water and then higgy kind of being a pain in the ass but in his lovely charming way right and um <laughs> magnum's wearing a very handsome lacoste shirt um and um what's her name called what's uh, agatha calls and yes. um higgins thinks it's one of his floozy girlfriends yes <laughs> and so um so is agatha the grown-up version of um, the blue girl from Charlie in the Wonka chocolate factory. Cause what is she wearing? Oh my God. She has the worst outfit on, but before yeah. we even get to her outfit, I love that. Um, that Higgins says that every scoundrel on this Island and his fussy <gasps> girlfriends are calling. Yes. But, um, <laughs> because I love that, that every scoundrel would know Robin masters number, but she does have the craziest outfit on. She's got these like, arm poofy things yeah. i don't i can't i couldn't figure it out it's got um, the big like poofy sleeves and then she's got maybe like a scarf over it as well i think so and but, she's like everybody's just wearing so much clothes and it filmed there so it's hot i just i'm so baffled I, yeah especially because i live here now where it's like people walk around essentially in thongs all the time um, okay, <laughs> I think that might just be a taste level issue, but but because it does get cold, like any beach place will. But it does. It, but yeah, you wouldn't be swimming and the other people wearing seventeen layers. Yeah, that would that's not a thing. Um, and so then um, he gives the phone to Higgins, and um, Higgins just hangs it up. Yeah, and Higgins tells him, "You just hung up on the nicest blind lady on the islands." Yeah, who is a member of the King Kamehameha Club. Of course. Yeah. And so, because she was crank calling him when she started or whichever. Yeah, but I do love Agatha because she's totally talking dirty to Magnum. And um, she calls him a big hunk of a man. And, you know, she's heavy breathing on the phone. She's a terrible actress. But she's super fun. Like, she's like a total sport and totally flirts with Magnum all the time. Yeah, I love and, it. Uh, I I'm, do like her as a I'm going to be that old lady. Yeah. yeah, she's super fun. She's really just like, well, at this point, she's really fun. Then she kind of gets a little bit annoying in a second. But yeah. Um, and so then, of course, she didn't. She, so she called Magnum to come over because she wants him to help her out. And um, so 
then we go to her house and her daughter is playing the piano um, while Miss Kimball um, is like uh, being wheeled around by the maid in her like gorgeous house with all the flowers and everything. The house is huge. The house is huge, but why does this seem like they're at a funeral? Like it's very somber. Like her I feel daughter's like, wearing Wednesday Adams dress, which is adorable. <laughs> she's but... wearing a really nice, like black sort of like a lace type, or not lace, but like a chiffon dress with like lace cuffs and collar, yeah. which is a really nice dress. But like everyone's really sad or just quiet. Like yeah. everyone's really just yeah. It's like the most and depressing all- house on island. <laughs> right, exactly. I was like, for, for for all this beauty and niceness, and like, yeah, and um, I love There's that. There's also well, there's flowers yeah. everywhere too. So everywhere. it's like, I was like, what's going to happen here? But nothing happened of it. I mean, no, it's really like a super dressed scene for when um, not much happens. Yeah. <laughs> I so. really struggle with how I think Agatha's way of portraying a blind person is to like loll her head around. Well, I she does. I, okay. So offensive. we're going to go into that right now. Okay. So we know that she's not blind in real life, right? Yeah. I had okay. to look it up. I was like, what? Well, this can't okay. be real. <laughs> because she does all the blind tropes like um when she eventually touches magnum's mustache and like um you know and then there's the part when she's being wheeled and she doesn't doesn't know who's wheeling her and she's like all quiet about it and not screaming like it's like she's this like total like victim person and it just isn't really like i just don't buy it at all and so um but in okay so now i'm just gonna be horrible well i mean she you know she's been in like a thousand things and she's revered as this great actress but she's a terrible actress (laughs) i thought she was more known for being a singer am i wrong about that i don't know i thought you're probably right I don't know. And so, yeah. And so, oh, no, she's, a, I'm a liar. She was a radio actress. Oh, that would make so sense that, as to why the yeah, head lolling. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And so, um, I know, but it really, so, like, I was like, this is so offensive. Her, like, portrayal really of blind yeah, people. Yeah, she does all the I've, really, like, cheesy blind tropes, definitely. Yeah, like, yeah. I've never met a blind person that does that. So, I, I don't know. I was like, this is, this is gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't like it. There's so, my word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I feel like there's just other ways that you could, could could communicate that the person is like can't see without doing the head bob and yeah. Yeah. Yes. So we come right. to one of my favorite parts of this show, <laughs> which this portrays what a terrible person I am because it shows her trying to wheel into the garden and she misses yes. the ramp and falls. And it's just so dramatic and okay, ridiculous. So, so she's in it. her like super 80s like uh, motorized chair and you see her going towards the ramp, which and you know they zoom in on the little part that's got a gap in it. But also that ramp wasn't the right height anyway. Yeah. Like she it would have been a problem anyhow. And so, but also she falls forward but lands on her back. She lands on her back perfectly <laughs> on the ramp. Like she'd yes. be half off that thing. Her head would be in a plant pot. Like it's right. Just- <laughs> she, it was, I, not that I, I, I do like Agatha and I don't want bad things to happen to her, but I was like, no, that is not how this would happen at all. <laughs> It's definitely oh not, God. but it was entertaining. It was very entertaining. <laughs> yeah. So, of course, Magnum's on his way driving over. Duh. Um, and he's yeah. in a new shirt. We've never seen this shirt before. 
he is. He's in a new outfit. He's got a whole different look to him. Um, I don't is, know if I'd um, call it different. It's just a well, new shirt. Sure. It's just a new shirt. It's, <laughs> it's, honestly, it's, it's isn't it just the exact it's same the shirt, exact a different color, same look. I mean, exact same look, uh, but just different prints. <laughs> um, yes. Okay. It is. Oh, that's right. It's the it's the black one with the and he's got um, the I think the first knuckle of the episode. Seven yes. minutes into it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I like how we're both noting these things. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think his moose knuckle is ready to fight Ted Danson's bald spot? I think so. Cool? Yeah. I think it's I think it's rearing and getting ready to go. Yeah, um good. I think it's so funny that like I was I guess I shouldn't have been surprised when Ted Danson came around the corner. But, no. you know, I was a little surprised until Dancy came around the corner. I didn't know he was going to do a guest um, episode until I printed out my notes and then I saw it pop up. And so it sort of like spoiled it. And I was like, oh, my gosh. But then, yeah, it made complete sense. Like 1981 Ted Danson. Yeah. Like, of course. But this yeah. was before he could act. Because yeah, wow, he was he was not a good actor at all in this. Like he took some great classes because yes. he is terrible. Between this and Cheers, yeah, yeah, and so he improved some. Because I do think he is a good actor. He's great. So, like, I love Ted Danson. Really the Good yeah. Place is awesome. I really yeah. like Ted Danson, but um, whoa! And so um, he's wearing like his super white pants and his like shiny blue shirts. Yeah, um, and he's so his character um, thinks that Tom should not talk to Agatha. Well, well, um, I mean, that she needs to be alone. Agatha, well, first off, Amy, the daughter, the daughter, sees him and gets so excited, she runs up and hugs him. And then her husband's there, but she takes Magnum by the hand and walks him into the house holding hands. Who does that? Like, so I, at this point, like, I didn't think it was actually her husband because the way she was, like, super rebuffing him, I was like, oh, rude. Like, she's just dissing him. And so, and I was like, oh, that's her husband? Like, I don't, I don't know. And so. Well, she's she does seem not, annoyed with him, but. Yeah, she doesn't seem to like him. That <laughs> She's not happy about her husband. And he's new. Like, didn't you say she's been married for, like, six months? Yeah, she's been married under a year for sure because Tom saw her last. Did I just call him Tom? Saw her last a year ago. Yeah, you're getting pretty you know? familiar with, with Mr. Magnum P.I. <laughs> well, I certainly am. I don't know if I'm like one of his M stage, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, of course, he shows up and um, she's very excited to see him. Who wouldn't be? And, and uh, uh, yet, yeah, well, oh, she didn't see him, though. <laughs> rude. Oh, Agatha. I thought you Amy. No, I'm rude. Um, why but, is she uh, wearing? Okay, so they're going to Agatha's why room. Why is she fully dressed under the covers? Yes. Sorry. And yeah. she's wearing that like she went from one crazy silky dress to a crazy silky shirt. Like I'm well, she's wearing that big like um, bow collar dress. Yes. And it's not like that is not a nightgown. That's like an actual dress. No, it's and a she's gown, under for the sure. covers. Yeah, it's definitely a gown. And um this is when she does the creepy like well, I do like her and Magnum have a really sweet relationship. Like yes. it is cute. Like they have genuine rapport when they have nice moments in in their scenes. Um, but she does the creepy feeling up of his mind mustache yeah like, i didn't like that like, i mean yeah. i get it i know it's supposed to be cute like oh i'm so glad you didn't shave your mustache but who just slaps their hand on somebody's face like well, when was the last time you washed those hands where are they been what do they smell like <laughs> <laughs> she looks very tidy but also she just hugged him and he rubbed it on her face so what'd she think that was a caterpillar <laughs> like, okay. god yeah and so um 
So she tells him that she got a phone call from a blackmailer. Yes. Um, which is blackmail the second job of everyone in Hawaii? Because there's a lot of blackmail going on on this island. Well, I think that's island. how people know how to make money when you're on an 80s private investigator show. I guess that's, <laughs> that's true. I guess it would be possible. Well, he always talks about divorce cases and we haven't seen one yet. Well, I don't know if we're ever going to because they're not as exciting as the so rest boring. of them. Yeah. Yeah. And so... Yeah, but so someone maybe we'll get a good one at some point. Hopefully, I don't know because the next episode, (laughs) oof. Um, But all right, so for twenty five thousand dollars, the blackmailer is going to sell her some enlightening information about her daughter Amy. About her daughter Amy, Um, so she tells Magnum there's an envelope in her bedside table with twenty five thousand dollars. Now, if you're a blind woman, (laughs) how do you get twenty five thousand dollars in an envelope? How do you know that's actually twenty five thousand dollars in an envelope? Like, I don't. Right. I don't get it. (laughs) I I was like, I wrote a note. I was like, does she just happen to have twenty five thousand dollars in her nightstand? And so I, so I feel like because she's known about the blackmailer and she's called Magnum, she went to the bank and she has a banker who is nice to her uh, because you would have to withdraw that amount in person. They're not letting one. I I would think. Well, definitely not. Yeah. Yeah. And so she wants to buy the information and then she wants Magnum to just 86 it and not tell anyone what it is. Yeah. She throws her hands in the air. I don't want to know what it is. Blah, 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 blah. Right. I don't know. It's really weird. And then she, I don't know if you noticed this, but this was really annoying me. She uh, was talking to about, she was talking to Magnum about her only grandchild and blah, blah, blah. And they start holding hands and she's doing this weird, like, hand pushy, like, bobbing thing with, it just, I don't know. It was like a I weird. I don't know what it is and it grosses me out. Yeah, it was why. just this whole, like, weird, like. I don't know. It was this. Uh, it was a very strange moment she was having with Magnum, where like he had his hand holding her hand, and she was petting him, and it, well, yeah. And then of course he I, placates well, her with a cheek kiss. I know, but they do have. I think <laughs> they do have a genuine rapport. I, I don't know. And so of course Ted Danson comes out to fight him in the, or not fight him, but confront him in the driveway. Okay, so this is going to sound really terrible, but. Danson's the, the, hair. Just this? We're well, already into terrible. It. Ted Danson is um not doesn't have a lot of hair here in this scene. No, and, and so they always my, said he wore a wig during Cheers, but I never believed it because it always looked real. But uh, now I believe it. Okay, as a total person whose hairline has retreated um, and has a total bald spot on top of their head, like he has, like he's got a bald spot on the back. He has thinning sides, and are those even real sideburns? I think I feel those like are real those- sideburns. Oh, I thought the sideburns were also fake. And so, um, but yeah, he is, well, and I, I mean, it, it is terrible, but it's just not done. Well, it's very windy. I don't know. It's but very yeah, windy, it's not- but he does have a lot of his own natural hair. And I think that's why he was so uncomfortable with his hair thinning was because the rest of his head, there's a lot of hair. I, I just feel know? like it could have been done so much better. Yeah, it's, well, I don't yeah, know. but it it's was 1981, not- and look at the shirt they put him in. <laughs> So they're going to put the him in that shirt. Is they're not going to take out much. Of plastic. Yeah. Yes. And so, well, it's funny. I, on the note of the hair, my uh, highlighted note at this point is, it, is Ted dancing in a toupee? Oh, no, that's not a toupee. That's just him. Because he turned around and I could see the back. And so, yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh, my God. And so, um, so 
Magnum dries off because <clears throat> this is when. Well, they talk um, about a string of accidents. Yeah. So this is where that- we first hear that Agatha's had a bunch of like near misses, a couple accidents with the wheelchairs, peculiar things. This is where you can clearly tell that Ted Danson's trying to dig himself out of um, suspicion. You know, oh, yeah. and Magnum I, says, I was like, Ted Danson. Of course. <laughs> yeah. You know, and Magnum was like, who would benefit the most besides yes. Amy? And then, well, who would the second person be? Right. That was you a know. really good line when he told me, he was like, oh, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote Magnum Burn. <laughs> yeah. He told, I was like, ooh. So uh, he goes to meet the blackmailer yes. with the envelope of cash in his left hand. And it's um, a guy in a Fat Jack's catering truck, which yeah. is amazing. It's pretty good. And- yeah, and yes. this guy and, just And you know, he's going snatching. to meet a blackmailer. So where do you park? You park in the no parking zone. You want okay, to be yes. as inconspicuous as possible. You drive a Ferrari and you park yes. in the no parking zone. <laughs> Cuz it was supposed to be the woman in the wheelchair who shows up. So instead, it's the 7-foot tall man in the Ferrari who parks like an a-hole yeah. and just like walks out. And you're in a panel wagon van with the name of a company on the side of it. Yeah. Fat yeah. Jacks, which yes. by the way, I text to do the picture from IMDb because um, it says that Frank LaRue, which is this guy, is some, yes. is a black man, but this guy is a white man. I think what they mean in that one is the second bad guy goon that comes up later. I think, or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's the next episode. I don't know, but oh, what? But, yeah, were there two Frank, Frank LaRue's in the episode? <laughs> I think it was my. I think it's my first IMDb flub. Oh no, that's yeah. terrible. Well, it's fine because Frank LaRue promptly gets shot and killed. Well, and so <laughs> I think he said probably. I'm like, oh, no, he promptly. definitely does. No blood, yes. of course. No, no. But- and so, and Magnum drives off. Yeah. It's so <laughs> funny, though. He's like, oh, I'm supposed to be here for Alice Kimball. And then all of a sudden, pew, pew. I mean, it full on yes. sounded like pew, pew. <laughs> it was totally like Star Wars, like laser shots. Like I That's did not. Hilarious. I, I think it's meant to be a silencer. I and wrote then, pew pew um, Star Wars gunshots. Yes. So yes, it definitely was. And so he's in a Ferrari chasing that like cute older Mercedes. But all of a sudden, there's more traffic than ever on the island. I don't understand. Yeah. Also, again, nobody noticed that there were gunshots. Everybody's just chilling. Everyone They're like just tourists lays, yeah. 10 feet away, not even yes. blinking an eye. Like, oh, yes. we're in Hawaii. This is <laughs> and, and he just leaves him laying there and just runs away. Yeah. But then, like, when he went, so there's a, the car chase with the blue Mercedes and he loses them, of course. Um, he does go back to check on the body, but only to get an ID. Yeah, <laughs> like the, only to get an only, ID. Yeah. And I love that, like, when he goes back to check on the body, he sees the cops and he's like, damn it. Cause he wanted to yeah. get one step ahead of the cops. I'm sorry. If you take off to chase somebody that you don't even know who you're chasing and then you go to come back, how do you think that you're going to be there before the police? I right. mean, I know the police take a while, sense. but come on. They're going to respond to a shooting quickly. And I feel like part of an, an investigator's job is to have a decent relationship with the police. Like, yeah. Possibly. Yeah. I don't know. I think that would it's, help uh, you just a little yeah. bit. It makes a lot of sense in my mind. Yeah. Um, so now, um, well, now we, we get to, to one of my favorite places because <laughs> we go to actual Fat Jack restaurant. Yeah, which is so good. And uh, 
Fat Jack is talking to his younger sister, whose name turns out to be Eunice, Eunice. of course. I love but Eunice. But she's so cute in she her a- crazy huge glasses and her funny I- little muumuu. I love she's her. <laughs> wearing those super 70s glasses where the bar goes to the bottom of the lens. Yes. And they're giant. But she's, and yeah. she's got like her stripy dress and she's super in love with Magnum. <laughs> she's like yeah. smitten. But she's so cute. She I is. love Eunice. Yeah, she's really yeah. cute. I, like I do too. I was extremely happy when I saw her. It's like, <laughs> oh my God. But I love it. Like, you know, they're talking about the love life and whatever. And then Magnum walks in and she's like, yes. <laughs> I love him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then um, he's trying to get some information out of Fat Jack. And he basically is like, if, if you want information, you have to take my sister out and nuzzle her ear a little bit. Yeah. That's <laughs> really weird. I thought I, I, it's funny. I have that written down, nuzzle her ear. And I'm like, huh? What does this mean? <laughs> well, and he doesn't seem like the type of guy who'd be like, oh, you have to like hook up with my sister. It'd be like, you have to like marry her. Like, I don't know. It's, it was, yeah. Well, and I he love was, that Magnum tries to get out of it by saying he's often broke and sloppy and Eunice seems like she wants the finer things in life. Yes. <laughs> As she's working in the restaurant that like the walls need to be painted and the and the booths are like chipped painted wood. Yes. Like, with, yes. <laughs> but no. Her but brother I do like- is a very dainty eater, by the way. Yeah. So for a big guy, he does not eat any of his soup or yeah. his noodles, whatever it may be. He never takes I one wonder. Bite. Well, he's taking bites, but they're tiny Is bites, he, and I'm wondering yeah. how long it took them to film this scene. He was Maybe probably he so full already at this point. Eats all day. I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> so, of course, um, what does he then? He um, he knows who Larue is, right? Is that what happens? Yes. Yes. And yeah, so and he, he tells- said that him and Larue used to work together on Maui, and then Larue showed up here, so he was putting Larue to work. Or something. Okay. I don't know. And then yeah. the cops come in. So Magnum is like, y'all date your sister and ditches out. <laughs> <laughs> and then just ditches. And, yeah. Oh and God. Frank, Frank LaRue shows him. Uh, no, no. I'm sorry. Whatever that guy's name house. is. Fat, Fat Jax oh, or whatever. Uh-huh. You know, takes him like he's going to tell him where he lives. So then they go to LaRue's house. Well, Magnum goes to LaRue's house. And the door just wow. happens to be like fully open. <laughs> of course it is. It's and, another cute uh, little plantation house. Yes. And that's when we see the photograph of Amy with Frank LaRue. After like, we see that LaRue is a freaking slob. But go this on. house is a mess. <laughs> like, it's gross. And, and he's sleeping also, on the most disgusting pillow. <laughs> the bed is gross. And like he doesn't even live there, I don't think, because there's a suitcase. But like it looked yeah. like he like it wasn't ransacked all by Magnum. It looked like he just like opened his suitcase and pulled everything out and threw it on the floor. It's like yeah, <laughs> yes, it's real it was, weird. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Alrighty. But, so we're uh, go ahead. Yeah, well, we get the picture where we see Flank, Frank LaRue and Amy and a blonde woman. And Magnum yes. says, he felt like somebody kicked him in the gut. Of course, <laughs> he, of course this is going to happen to him. You know? Yeah. The know. unsteady camera work while he was looking through LaRue's stuff totally made me nauseous as well. <laughs> like, it well, was terrible. Yeah, there's a lot of that in this episode. <laughs> yes, it's really like there's a lot of handheld camera by some drunk toddler. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so Magnum and his moose knuckle go to um, Amy's house. Yes. And um, there's like a whole like She wants a cocktail. Chat with them. Yeah. 
Ugh. Yeah, she says she wasn't going to have a drink. She wanted to have a drink, but she doesn't like to drink alone. So who were you going to drink with before Magnum got there? Yes. But, um, <laughs> you know, Magnum goes in and uh, he just, I think he thinks he's going to just kiss the information out of her. Did well, of this? course. Okay, yeah. So, of course, he thinks he's gonna like charm her into like tricking her into it, and like he, she's obviously like in cahoots, but he's still like attracted to her. I think a little bit. Yes. Like he's just kind of gross. Like she's like scamming like Agatha. She's a nice nana. How could you scam her? Yeah. Ugh, yeah. Well, I guess at this point he doesn't know that she's scamming Agatha. He now just has an inkling that something weird is going on. Yeah. But he doesn't realize what fully is happening. And so then and, uh, Ted Danson discovers them kissing and uh, yes. punches Magnum in the face with like a really like crappy fake punch. And then Magnum like blocks the next one and he's like, I deserve the first one or something really cheesy like that. It's so lame. Yeah, their fight scene is crazy. I wrote, goes for the lame punch because like the fight scene is just ridiculous. Magnum like twists, he like twists Ted Danson's arm and that somehow puts a stop on him. Like it looks like he's applying no pressure whatsoever. (laughs) And so this, (laughs) yes. And so in the great, like, you know, tradition of Magnum PI, it's like they use this like magic hold and it like immediately incapacitates someone. Yes. And so, so all right, go ahead. There go on. Well, Magnum's driving and he says his jaw hurts a little, which I think is hilarious because clearly nobody punched his <laughs> clearly jaw. There was no contact. But, <laughs> yeah. I did think that um, it was funny. I wrote this down that he wrote just a few tears will melt, uh, will melt him like an ice cube on Waikiki. Oh no! Okay. With just a few tears, he becomes melted. So I don't know. I can't even read my own handwriting. So that, it, it implies that Waikiki gets really hot. Is, does it get really hot there? It well, yeah. I mean, it's hot everywhere. But it was, it was because we talked about this last time about how like the minute a woman cries, Magnum is just uh-huh. like goo touching his her hair. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, well, we're at the halfway point, but I just have to say also that um, people who complain about heat know nothing because I live in on Tatooine where it gets up to 125 degrees. So go to hell with your well, heat talk. <laughs> yeah, but you have AC. Yeah, that's well. Yeah, and, and you are AC. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay, so, so we get Rick and his pants track. are coming in Um, (laughs) because we're at the nest no no first we have to um there's an incident by the (gasps) pool oh my god this might be my favorite scene too even though we talk about (laughs) this is the we're going to hell episode i know but it's so good i mean that's like one of my favorite scenes in little house too so we'll just start all of a sudden magnum's driving he's talking about his you know how he just if a woman cries he melts and then all of a sudden you see agatha at the pool and she's in like a lilac shroud, which is crazy. Yes. She's, she's, and, so if the blue outfit was crazy, what she's wearing now is insane. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it is so weird. And then you see like the, um, <coughs> excuse me, the, I'm getting too excited. The motor <laughs> for the wheelchair is the, moving. The, um, it's got one of like those super 80s old. joysticks. Yeah, it's got yeah. the old style joystick. And um, all of a sudden she's rolling forward and she's like asking who's pushing her. Yeah. And she calls out every name in the house. <laughs> like she's like, she's like, Stewart, Amy, Amy. Stewart, postman, newspaper delivery boy. Like by the second foot, I'd be like, 
what the f like i'd be <laughs> screaming and then she totally gets dumped in the pool wheelchair the pool. and all it's... that's the other thing but also can i just be rude for another second why yes. does she have a cane with her like she's got like a, a a blind person's cane but she's in the wheelchair in her own yard and it's 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 out like, it's I don't like know, but this thrilled yes. me just as much as I know you don't watch Little House, but you're going to have to start to after this. Yeah. There is an episode where Nellie... Mary who, goes bling? No, that's that's my next favorite episode. Um, <laughs> Do you remember when I said that? When I thought you typed bling? <laughs> she does go bling. But when they push Nellie, she's in this old-timey wheelchair, which is basically a wicker chair on wheels, uh-huh. and they push her down this ravine into the pond. Oh, and God, it okay, is- stop, because I have so many questions, but I, now I don't want to know how she ends up in the oh of course oh god it's so good and it's one of my favorite scenes of any tv show ever and this rivaled it i was so happy when i saw oh god i still think i don't know little little house has some potential for us it has a lot Um, of potential so so good uh, we're at the robin's nest where magnum's invited tc and rick over for lunch yes and Rick is wearing the most amazing outfit. Yes. He's got the craziest <laughs> pants on ever. I love it. I feel like they should have like a patchwork stripe down the side. <laughs> <laughs> and why does he arrive carrying a football? Maybe he just came from TC's boys. Team? What does he call them? His team. <laughs> My team. Yeah, I don't know. What so is that he arrived- sport word? football (laughs) and so um he's clearly like trying to like get rick to go on the date with eunice for him yes and that's why he's invited them to gross hamburgers and coops beers yeah and Um, i love that tc is bitching the whole time about it being junk food like when did tc become the like health food junkie I know. I love that TC is the, is like, he's like, he's like, I invited you to lunch. And TC instantly is like, junk food. Like, he doesn't yeah. even like touch it, <laughs> but he's drinking a beer. So, oh, he's drinking a root beer. <laughs> no, I thought, oh, that's right. It's a root beer in a can. And yeah. um, Mag- Magnum, I almost just called him Tom as well. Tom yeah. is drinking a poops. You're right. You're right. And yeah. so it's Rick and he's Magnum also drinking a sugar free root beer. Which is gross. It's sugar-free? I didn't even see yeah, it. That is gross. Well, the can says sugar-free, but the sticker is something else. So it's that's you know, so funny. And so Higgins comes out with another batch of phone messages. Um, yes. All indignant, but just throw the messages away. Like, don't answer yeah. it. Like, I don't understand the problem. Like, yeah. I started to write them down. 915 Ching's Laundry. How much he owes for Tina's <laughs> camera rental's phone. Somebody's rabbit died. Like, Well, do you get what the rabbit died means? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> it's from a girl. And she says the rabbit died, which means she's pregnant. From, like what? old school, Like old school pregnancy tests. Um Before, like, you know, the test tube era of 88. Yes, was, I do. Like, Yes, and so it was like um, I'm going to get the the uh, some of it wrong, obviously, but it's like a blood test, and they would do something, and then inject something into the rabbit, and if the rabbit died, you were pregnant. <gasps> yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> terrible. I'm, not, I'm, I'm laughing at your reaction, not the that's actual rabbit. That's my least time, favorite part of I, the episode. I love, that, <laughs> I love that you thought it was like when a, Magnum's girlfriend's pet rabbits died, that's and I'm like, no, he he knocked someone up. <laughs> 
<laughs> and stuff. Oh, yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. Um, I, and I also love that TC says to him, because, you know, it's like the whole running thing about um, the phone is uh, is out of commission or whatever. And he's like, I can loan you some tin cans and string. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And then um, there, uh, Rick basically like throws a hamburger at Higgins. Like, yeah. there's a, it was rude. It was rude. And would Higgins really allow food to just be thrown on his table in such yeah, a sloppy manner and walk yeah, away? Yeah. He would throw a little Higgy bitch fit. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I feel like the, it's their, their relationship. I would want to see it too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh God. So Magum's at, at Agatha's to check on her after she fell. <laughs> so, yeah, which is how she I know. I wrote Magnum's it. knuckle and Agatha are on a walk. <laughs> I do also. I love that because she's in a chair. She's always like eye level with his moose knuckle, <laughs> and she's like looking at it and bobbing him. And she always like reaches out with a hand and like she, like I'm like I wish she would just like grab his butt or something. Like it'd be hilarious. Oh, it would be yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. And so um so he tells her about the picture. And yes. um she I wrote just, the dramatic wavering is ridiculous because she's bobbing and weaving like nobody's business in this. She's scene. gotten really unsteady for herself. And so I can't figure out like what that's the other thing is we never find out why she's blind and in a chair. And she just sort of seems to have every ailment. Like, I don't yes. know. And so I think yeah. this scene right here is a testament to her actually being blind though because she's wearing a red dress and purple shoes okay so my i have a all right so we're just going to go in on horrible comments right now so when she was wearing oh no it's in the next scene she's wearing the purple movement with the sparkles oh my god i wrote wrote, what did she do dress herself (laughs) i think she dressed herself in this scene too it's pretty and so the because this is when she's like telling magnum like uh that she doesn't want him to tell her the secrets and she's getting all mad and she's she's rocking back and forth like and then i thought she was gonna throw up like I thought or something like she looked like one of my dogs when it like runs to go poopy or something. I don't know. Yeah. Like- she's angry and her like angry blind face is crazy. Cause yeah. you can tell she's trying really hard to just keep her eyes in one place, she, you know, and not say, waver yes. them in terms of acting. Like she just can't decide if she is um, portraying a blind person with open eyes, closed eyes, or like eyes that don't fix anywhere like you know and so she doesn't yeah. like yeah she's sort of portraying three different blind people it's quite impressive yeah. <laughs> okay well and then she gives uh, magnum she you know she's pissed she doesn't want to know anymore she gives him an envelope but where did this envelope come from did it come from the land of magnum's guns so i felt like yes, because he pushes her in the chair but i felt like maybe she's sitting on it like she's i feel like you know how like ladies hide things in her bra like i because i did i was like i was like where'd she get this envelope from and i feel like if i had like a chair that i rode around in all day long like i would totally stash stuff underneath myself like because no one's gonna get to it I, I don't know yeah i would too but it's not crinkly or anything i don't know oh, true. somebody clearly just like ran up and handed it to her like <laughs> it how like ass money. About these <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right <laughs> cutting so, forward so magnum to... goes into the house oh yeah he talks to the yard man and he said that Amy went to the yacht harbor and she'll be back in an hour. 
So right, and like, so there's. I don't know why the gardener's of- in the house. Right. Well, he had flowers in his hand, so I think I that's that, true. I, I will forgive. But also, um, uh, they also are very concerned about Agatha, so they keep leaving her alone. <laughs> yes. Well, that's usually how it goes in the show. <laughs> oh my god! Because so, when you really care, you leave somebody alone. Leave something when you're really worried about it, just leave it at home. <laughs> Where people yeah. know where it is and they've attacked it before. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's the wise choice. Come on. Yeah. So uh, I think this is um, my new favorite, this scene that we come into with TC's office where he's fixing his telephone. Yeah. Why? That, yeah. I don't well, know. Old timey phones like that were not cheap. So I could see why he would tr- be trying to fix it. But I also like, I don't understand why he has to take the entire thing apart including the receiver and the ha- the the like the bottom of it yeah you would definitely start with one and then one the, other. the other if he can yes. fix if he can fix a helicopter he should know these things about a phone yeah but what so i love about this scene is that magnum pulls out his wallet because you know he's of course trying to get um tc uh-huh. to take him to maui and he busts out the velcro wallet again Velcro we haven't seen that since wallet. one of the first episodes. I know. I, I totally noted it. And it's full of hundreds because, of course, he wants TC to take him. And TC says, no money, no Maui. Oh, did yeah. You, did you hear that? I love that. I did hear that, yeah. yeah. And then, and, well, Magnum pulls out the Velcro wallet and doesn't pull out much. But then he's like, oh, I have this. You know, TC, of course, is laughing because he doesn't have enough money. And then he busts out this other mystery envelope from agatha and there's just hundreds and hundreds in there yeah. so of course tc is laughing like a a madman because he's <laughs> so excited about the money <laughs> do you also notice that this time in the helicopter they're wearing life vests um yeah but did you also notice that tc said scoogly wooglies Ew. when no. um magna pulled out the money he goes scoogly mooglies no scoogly wooglies where'd you get this money <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> why did they give him all the really goofy terminology I understand oh my gosh oh, i actually okay. had to rewind it i was like scoogly wooglies <laughs> so they go and um it's like five thousand dollars in that envelope too like it's like yeah. a lot of money and so they take the chopper to search for a boat and they're searching yes. in the air, like they're not just walking on the docks. And they're searching I, in the air with their life vests on, but they're not even poofy life vests. They're like the ones that you pull from under your seat from on an airplane. airplane that you inflate. Yes, hundred yeah. percent. Yes, that is the other thing. And they land to ask for directions, but they have no map. Yeah. So they have to ask a man on the ground for directions and get back up and and. Like he drops him at the apartment where I guess it's where uh, Amy used to live or whatever. Is that what it's supposed to be? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which just happens so, to have a landing pad out front of or like it does. A, a field that they can just land in. Yeah. yeah. And Magnum, of course, just walks right into the house and Lady Gaga's there. Okay, um, so, <laughs> like, so um, what, it's uh, the roommate. Was that Carol? 
or there's I forget what it's like her old roommate or who, who lives at the house, and she tells him that Amy Kimball died two years ago, but she's yeah. wearing a completely plastic wig with the part like like she normally wears it in the center, like on the weekdays, like at work, but then like on the weekend she's gonna go wild and she's gonna put that part to the side. Oh yeah, like it like, totally like it's party on the weekend. Awful, yes. <laughs> or it's because she's packing up the house and she just put it on like a hat real quick. I don't understand. No. Well, I guess when somebody walks into your house, you got to slap your wig on real quick before you I, run out to see who it is. Not. And she also is very comfortable with like a six foot, seven foot tall man, like just in her house. Like she's yeah. not like screaming. Like it's the 80s. Like it was not a safe time. Well, like she must have just been used to it because it sounds like they all had a pretty seedy, you know, she's talking about... Um, isn't this where she talks about how Carol was a drug addict or Amy was a drug addict? Amy was always strung out. Well, no, that's, that's how when, she died. Uh, well, that's not what the wig lady says. It's what, um, when she goes to, so, uh, uh, Magnum decides to go look at the cemetery to make sure Amy Kimball's actually dead. And yeah. lo and behold, the current Amy Kimball is there or whatever her name is. Yeah. <laughs> And, or Amy yeah. slash Carol at the cemetery because we find Amy, out that Amy she's Carol Foster. <laughs> yes, and she's actually Carol, and that's when we found out that um, Amy was like living the hard and fast life of drugs and drinking and crazy, and, and she they were wasn't roommates. Answering- it was a beautiful friendship. Yes. And her roommate um, decided since she wasn't answering her letters to her grandmother, she would just simple white female or single white female her and take over her whole life. Yes. Seems like a nice idea. (laughs) (laughs) I miss having a grandma. (laughs) Yeah. So I just wrote her a letter and then lo and behold, and it's like, granted, I know like grandma's blonde. Well, cause she was estranged from the family. So that's why I guess no one would know who she is. But I was like, huh, that's interesting. No one looked into this a little bit. Yeah. I thought that was really weird. I don't know. And like, wouldn't you be able to tell her voice? But I guess Ugh. that's the whole estrangement well, thing. And it's at this point when I'm like, obviously Stuart's trying to kill grandma. And like, I, at this point I was just like, this episode sucks. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's just bad. <laughs> it's just like, Amy is like talking to Magnum for like 20 minutes about nothing. And I cannot listen to her. Like, yeah. You know what though? This might be one of the first women I don't like totally hate though, because she's not like a whole woe is me. You know, she's a she's little bit just... independent. She, yes, that is true. She, in yeah. the tradition of Magnum women, is duplicitous. Yeah, I guess because she um, lived a hard and fast life, that she's got a little more. I don't know. <laughs> it's just, it's just funny. <laughs> I can handle she's, her. Yeah, I don't know. I, I still want to. I, I don't. Well, I don't want to punch her, but I want to punch her character. <laughs> is that a thing? Can, is that is that less aggressive um, if I say I want to punch their character? <laughs> sure, I think you try that every time, and I don't know. If I know I always say these like really horrible things, and like it's like I I mean it towards the character, not the actual person. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and so um, then um, he, what, I forget how they start breaking because they kind of break it down, but there's like it's like they they know that it's going to be Stuart. And so they yeah. go to like track and really down, who cares? They the go to the boat. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just skip to the boat because really we don't need the whole breakdown. It's like thirty years long. <laughs> it's really a long wrap up. Like it I really feel like is. the wrap up started at twenty minutes and it just like goes on it goes and on, on and on and on right. and on. So 
Yeah, so they go to the boat where uh, Ted Danson's going to try and, like, uh, is he just going to kill them on the boat right there in the dock in front of everyone? Is that his plan? Yes. Yeah. After they see those two hot girls in short shorts walking. But go on. Oh, those yeah, they were, were cute. amazing. Yeah, on yeah, the yeah boat. totally. Yes. yes. The- <laughs> there wasn't, like, a ton of, like, background actors in this episode. Like, there wasn't, there like, wasn't. a lot of, like, beach scenes with people and whatever. Um, but so now we've got the whole, you know, um, Ted Danson, Magnum P.I. are going to fight scene. And um, Magnum. Oh, but right like, before that, though, uh-huh. Magnum makes a phone call and he bills it to Robin Master's house. I don't, I didn't know you could do that back then. Yes, but I remember being able to do that and you had to have the person approve it. Or you, I, I think, yeah. like, like someone had to approve the charges and, and Higgins doesn't pick up the phone to approve it. So I thought that was not how it worked back in the day. I don't know. Yeah, okay. That makes more sense. But also, okay. could so he now, just have sorry. 50, like, and wasn't a phone call 10 cents then? Couldn't he just have a dime? Yeah, of course not. Like, I don't, like, maybe just carry a roll of quarters because you are going to use a phone. But, well, so they TC have, took all his money. <laughs> yeah, but he has a dime. Like, I, like, I don't get it. Like, I don't know. It does not, like, where they, like, don't do and don't have money just does not, it's not a thing. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, it's Ow. pretty funny. <laughs> so, so they get to the boat, and of course, Stewart's there. Yeah, and he's talking some shit, and they're talking some shit, and then he suddenly has the biggest um, shark hook ever in his it's hand. A gaffing hook, yes, <laughs> so, yes. And he goes at him with the hook, and I love that Magnum's move to save Amy is just to push her in the water. Push her in the water by like her face. Yeah. Like, he just like shoves her in there and like and jumps in behind her. Like I was like, yeah. did he just want to see her like wet? Like I don't understand. I don't know, but they jump in the water and then he calls police and then swims out. So wouldn't you just push her in the water, scream police, and then chase Ted Danson? Right. And then a the cop is- comes out of nowhere? Yeah, so the police come out of nowhere. Maybe there's like a dock policeman or something. And um and so um, Ted Danson goes to jump into the water to get on like a getaway boat and misses it yeah. and then gets run over by the boat. I like, know. I was really hoping we'd get some like rudder blood action, oh, but we okay. didn't yes. because you know what? I had to think about it for a second and realize it was a Magnum episode and they don't ever show blood. It's like very rare. So I, yeah, I, I feel like there was that. a lot of blood on TV then. And of course, Amy is upset. So Magnum comforts her hair. Did you yeah. catch that? Yeah, and it was so like her arms were just like flailing straight up, and he's got his hands around her, and he's hugging her head. It's like he's doing this weird, like we're in a washing machine. You know what I mean? Yes, it just like totally makes no sense. And then is she wearing the same dress? No, it's a different dress to dinner. Uh, Yeah, like she's wearing the. I was like, did they just like dry her dress and she wore the same thing? At first, I actually thought she was still wet. I was like, is she gonna still be wet even though it's dark out? But she's dry. Her hair just looks a little greasy. Oh my god. It's crazy. Yeah, and then they come on Rick and Eunice's sister. And I love that Rick is wearing such a quintessential like 80s outfit. Because he's got, I don't know if you notice this, but the baby blue like polo shirt and then the pink sweater tied around his neck. And (laughs) he's like on a total like date 80s outfit. But it's like I think Magnum picked her up at the Kamea. And then of course he's not with Eunice, he's with Eunice's sister, who's like super foxy, long hair lady, and Magnum's all like He's literally just wearing a sarong. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and she's going to dinner at the K Club, but 
also there would be a dress code and she's not matching it at all. Like it's not. Well, I don't she's think- not, but also Magnum isn't either because he's wearing jeans. He's Magnum. <laughs> I know that knuckle will get take you far. Oh my <laughs> but god! But then Higgy walks. <laughs> Higgy, Higgy, can't you see? Well, then Higgy walks by, and he's wearing that crazy ruffly shirt, and I uh, don't I love understand I don't why Higgins is out having a social life, and what the hell he like. I was like, did Agatha dress him? Like, I, I think also, she did. It's just terrible. I don't get it's it. It's Terrible. But- but I love that um, Magna makes Higgins apologize because we find out that the phone wasn't disconnected, but the dogs chewed through the wires. Which I call bullshit. Those dogs would of course. never, never. If those dogs never. could carry rolled up notes like medieval style, they're yeah, not going to be not chewing, chewing through wires. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Even my naughty household of animals do not chew on the telephone wires. Like, yeah. No. Uh, so then Mine we go neither. to the wrap-up dinner where uh, Amy's going to come clean, and yes. tell, or, or Carol is going to come. And clean. Agatha's wearing her fortune teller outfit. <laughs> she looks like <laughs> she's about to read everyone's tea leaves because she's yes. the only person at the table with a glass. Like they're all supposed to be over there for like an evening together, and like Agatha clearly was like, "I don't care. You get nothing." so yeah (laughs) oh my goodness and then he makes another creepy comment about magnum's beautiful mustache because it's that's their little game yeah she's got the mustache agatha comes clear oh no amy comes clear so she's carol foster agatha pretends she didn't know but clearly she knew yeah she she was just so lonely that she She didn't give a shit well and that was the other thing too is like it's a like agatha's like they're like oh like she just believes it and knows it because she's so sad sack but i'm like agatha seems like a really cool chick why couldn't she have friends like yeah that's what i'm confused about too like yeah she's got a funny sense of humor um you know she's yeah agatha's cool i don't yeah, yeah i don't like that they made her sort of like a sad sack yeah yeah it's a little uh, weird and then everything is all happy and good in the end of course <laughs> of course of course after yeah. like a really creepy hug session between they all do carol like slash amy hug. and agatha it's, yeah but and then they, i love that agatha's like magnum come here get in on this yes yeah, totally, like, and also agatha and um amy carol um their hug is really face touchy which is not my thing at all. Like I don't. I'm not a like like they're doing like face to face touch. Like it's, yeah, no, it's gross. Yeah, but she's also like doing it. like let me put my head on your breast. She's too. nuzzling on Mama's bosom. Yeah, yeah it's gross. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. really gross. It's like uh, you do that when you're like five, and then that's yeah. it. <laughs> and, yeah. All right. Well, that was don't say goodbye. <laughs> I'm and so impressed goodbye. with us. Do you see this time? <laughs> I know. I th- I've been trying to guide us a little bit in a time meth- way because now we have a time limit because, yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> we need one. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Too much. Too much. It's um, pretty funny. Yeah. And so that was, I don't know. I, I sort of liked that episode. 
I I liked it and I didn't like it and then I liked uh-huh. it again. Like I think Agreed. I could have done okay. I could have done without that like twenty minute wrap up in the cemetery. Like yeah, just say two sentences about what happened. Like yeah, the whole cemetery. My roommate was a junkie and I started answering her letters. <laughs> my roommate was a drug addict and I took over her life. Yeah, I don't know. Like that's that's all we need yeah. to know. Come on. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's so. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah. Favorite part? Um, I'm a horrible person. It was Agatha falling into the pool. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm going to say my real one, which is Agatha rolling, falling, uh, falling face forward, but landing on her back. And, See, yes. you're just as horrible as me. <laughs> I know. Cause, but yeah, because I was going to say no money, no Maui, but that's just like wah wah. But yeah, the really no. like uh, yeah. <laughs> It's so bad, <laughs> so so bad. We are terrible. Oh, but it's good. Oh, it's good TV. God, it's really yeah. good TV. But I like. Was, I just almost died when that happened. I was so was happy. Really, yeah, it was not a classic stunt person in, in, in doing that. No. Um, I really also well. did. I I liked and did not like Ted Danson because yes. I, his acting was terrible. But I inherently liked Ted Danson. So uh, it's I, exactly. I, I, I a little bit have to say my least favorite part was Ted Danson's acting. <laughs> my least Sorry. favorite part was there was no Zeus and Apollo. Oh, not at all. They just got in trouble. Oh, yeah. Oh, rude. That, does, that doesn't work for me. <laughs> that does not work for me. No dogs, no Maui. <laughs> yes. Oh my I need God. real dogs. <laughs> uh, all right. But, well, A plus to us for keeping it under an hour. Almost. I know. I'm well, so we, impressed. We still haven't signed off yet. But, I know. Um, <laughs> and on that note, let's talk about. <laughs> and so um, next episode is um, Black Orchid. Yes. Oh, it is. Yeah. Painful. Yeah. Painful. I know. Yeah. We just got to rip the bandaid off on that one. Yeah. I thought episode's going to be six minutes. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, thank God we're on a timeline because the episodes we don't like take forever. Yeah, it is true. I know. Thank you, Anchor FM, for keeping us honest on our times. Um, and so, all right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. Josh. Thanks for listening, you guys. <laughs> Josh. <laughs> Aloha. Aloha.